Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba Kamadav Samach Vav, and we're starting about the 12th line with the words Amar Rabba. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basim, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Neshama, Shadahavan, Uliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantav, but Rabbi Asher Anshal, his Neshama, Shadahavan, Uliyah. Now, yesterday we were discussing if Shinui, a change in the stolen object, is kainit for the Ganev or not. Now, this is referring to Shinui the Asim Mela, a Shinui that happened on its own. For example, the animal growing up and going from an Egel to a Shar. But now the Gemara discusses Shinu Biyadayim, something the God of himself did to change it. So Amarab Rabba says, Shinu Kaina, Shinu is Kaina Midai Raisa, Ksiva Utanina. It's written in the Pasuk, and we have a Mishnah. Ksiva, the Pasuk says, Veheshvis Exeshar Gazal, and he shall return the stolen object that he stole. And Matamalarasha Gazal, why does the Pasuk have to repeat itself and say that he stole? Of course he has to return the item that he stole. The answer is, Imk Ancient Gazal Yachser. If it's still there the way that it was when he stole it, so he has to return that object. Mimlav, but if it's not the same way it was when he stole it, and it's different, he only has to pay money like it was when he stole it, but he doesn't have to return the item in its current state. And then, you know, we have a fair submission like this. If a person stole wood and then turned them into kalim, if he stole wool and turned them into clothing, he pays money like the value it was when he stole it, and he doesn't have to give this clothing or these utensils that he made. Yinami alternatively from the following, and this refers to Rachel's Hagez, the Chiv one has to give the first of his shearings of his sheep to the Kayin, and let's say he cut these shearings and he separated them for the Kayin, but like his he didn't have a chance to give them to the kain until he dyed them. Now they're dyed a different color, so they're like something completely new. Potter, he's but from giving them to the kain. Amo, we see from here, shinui kaina, the shinui is kaina. But now we've gone something different. Yeyosh, what about giving up hope? And we're still talking about a stolen object. So Reuben stole something from Shimon, and Shimon gave up hope of ever getting it back. The question is, is that Yeyosh kaina for the ganiv? So I'm there, and Rabbanon say, denikni, that it is kaina for him. We just don't know, is it kaina for him, or only Rabbanon? So if it's kind of from Dairaisa, that would be because just like finding a lost object. When someone finds a lost object, just like when the owner gave up hope of ever getting it back before the fellow found it, so he's kind of when he finds it. Hi Nami, this also, the stolen object. Since the owner gave up hope of getting it back, that would acquire for the Ganiv, so we see that Yish is kind of mid Dairaisa, because like an Aveda lost object. I don't perhaps like Dami Aveda, maybe it's not similar to an Aveda. When he finds a lost object, that came to him beheter. He was allowed to pick it up and belongs to him. But in this scenario, since it came to him beiser, because he stole it from the Rabbanon, therefore we would say that Yish is only kind of for him to Rabbanon. Who the Rabbanon nicknames? In that scenario, the Rabbanon say that he's kind of If we say that a Ganav has to return the object itself, even after Yish, so that's going to prevent Ganav from doing tshuva, because they're going to have to go look for the object, maybe they don't have it, and that's going to discourage them from doing proper tshuva. That means that they're only kind of through Yish, Midrabanon, and not Midraisa. Now Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Yosef says, Yish ain't a kind of, but feel Midrabanon. Yish is not kind of for a Ganev, even Midrabanon. So we have this Machalikas Rab and Rav Yosef, whether or not Yish is kind of for a person. So here's Rav Yosef the Rabba. Rav Yosef asks on Rabba. We're going to learn later on, Gazel Chametz of Avraham of Pesach, if a person stole Chametz and went through Pesach. Suvin stole a very expensive bottle of scotch from Shimon, and he had it in his possession over Pesach. And we know that Chametz of Avraham Pesach is also to benefit from. It's right in front of you. Since no physical change happened to the object, it's only something spiritual, if you will. It's Chametz Shavar of Pesach, but the bottle of scotch itself hasn't changed, so Reuven could just hand it back to him. Now, Baha'i, in this scenario, since it went through a time of Esser, it was Chametz on Pesach, for sure, Shimon gave up hope of ever getting it back. And if you want to say that Yish is Kaina, like you do, Rabbah, why is he able to say, this is yours in front of you? He should have to pay him full value of his bottle of scotch. 
because since Shimon was miyash of ever getting it back, that means that Reuven's kind of with this Yush, and so Reuven should have to pay him for it. He shouldn't just be able to pop a bottle in front of him and say, here, take it back. It must be the Yush is not kind of. However, Amalei, Rabbi Zulur of Yosef, Kiko Mina Anoz, and Miyayish was that right to lick nice. When do I say the Yush is kind of? That's only when the owner is Miyayish, and the Ganev wants to be kind of. But Ahai, Zemiyayish was that ain't it right to lick nice. This is a case where the owner is Miyayish, but the Ganev doesn't want to be kind of, because the Ganev doesn't gain anything by being kind of. It's Chametz anyway. So that's why in this scenario, Yush is not kind of. We continue asking on Rabbah. The Pasuk tells us karbonai, that a person has to bring his karbon. And what do we learn from here? Belaya gazol, a person can't bring a stolen karbon. Now, what's the case that the Pasuk is excluding? Elim, if you want to say the Fnegiyosh, that Reuven stole an animal from Shimon and he designated it as a karbon, and this was before Shimon was Miyayish. Lomali Kra, what do we need a Pasuk for this for? Pshita, it obviously can't be used as a karbon. It's not Reuven's animal, it's still Shimon's animal. El Laval Achir Yosh. It must be that we're talking about that he designated it after Shimon was Miyayish, and Shemami, we learn from here, Yosh like Kani. The Yosh is not Kani for Reuven because he can't bring it as a carbon. However, Amalei Rava, he told him, according to you, what about what it says in the following b'raisa? The Pasuk tells us, Mishkavai, and we learn from here, V'loi hagazol. Now, this refers to Tomas Zav, and the Pasuk says that if a Zav touches Mishkavai, meaning he sits or lies on his chair or bed, it becomes Tomei. And we learn from here that only if it's his, but not if it's stolen. Now, Echidami, what's the scenario? If you want to say we're talking about where he stole wool and he turned it into a bed or a cover of sorts, is there anyone that holds that Shino Maisa is not kind of for him. That's what we started out today with. That Shino Maisa is kind of. Elamai is Chalamemer. So what are you able to say? The Gazel Mishka of the Chavre. We're talking about where he actually stole the couch or bed of his friend. And it's in that scenario that we say that the Zav is not Matamit because it doesn't belong to him. We're talking about a carbon. The Gazel Carbon the Chavre. We're talking about where he stole his friend's carbon, meaning Shimon designated an animal to be used as a carbon. Ruvain stole it and then brought it. And the Pasuk's telling us that it's not considered a carbon even for Shimon because it's stolen. And we can't learn anything about Yosh from this Pasuk. Now it's time to ask on Rav Yosef. Aisra Abai Rav Yosef. Abai asked Rav Yosef, who holds that Yesh is not kind of. Now, before we continue, let's just understand the following. As long as materials are still in the processing stage, they can't become Tomei. Only once they become usable, because they were formed into a Kli, or the owner decided, Zehu, I'm not working with this anymore, then this thing can become Tomei. So the Mishnah Kalim tells us, Irish Baal hides belonging to a Baal Bayas, regular homeowner, Machshav Metamason, his simple Machshava can be Machshalem Kabul Toma, meaning now they give him Kabul Toma. Why is that? Because since regular Baal don't sell hides that they have, simply the thought or the decision not to process them anymore makes them Machshal Kabul Toma because they can be used as is for a cover or bed and the like. Vishal Abdon, but if they belong to a tanner in Machshav Metamason, his Machshava is not Metam them, meaning it's not Machshav Mekabotoma. That's because since he's a professional hide tanner, he usually sells the hides. And even if he decides, okay, no more processing for this one, that's not final because if someone comes along, he definitely would sell it. Now, the continuation over here is the key. Shal Ganev. If a Ganev stole these hides, Machshav Metamason, his Machshav is Machshav Mekabotoma because the owner is Miyash from ever getting them back. However, Shal Gazlan and Machshav Metamason, if a Gazlan stole these hides, Machshav of the Gazlan is not Metam them because since the owner knows who stole them, a Gazlan steals in broad daylight, the owner doesn't give up hope of getting them back. Now, Shimon and Shimon says, really the opposite. If a Gazan stole them, his Machshava will be Machshava Kabotoma. That's because since he stole them in broad daylight, the owner gives up hope of ever getting them back. But if a Ganav steals them, the owner doesn't give up hope of getting them back. And that's what the mission concludes with, because the Bailam weren't Yayish. Now, what do we learn from here? We see that Yayish is Kaina. So, I'm going to respond to him. What are we talking about over here? We're referring to where the Ganav trimmed them. And since he did a Shinoi Maisa to them, 
him. That's why the Yish with the Shino Maisa is kind of for him. However, Maskev Rabbi Ravchanon, Rabbi Ravchanon asks him, Bala Itzvah Shanukan. Over here, we're also referring to Itzvah. And Itzvah is some sort of tray that one could eat on. And the Itzvah ain't Tzricha Kitsua. If a person wants to use a hide for an Itzvah for a tray, he doesn't need to trim it. He could use it as is. Now, how do we know that we're talking about an Itzvah that doesn't need any trimming? Did not, because the Mishnah right before this one in Kalim says as follows. Anytime that there's no Chesar Malacha, meaning no more Malacha needs to be done to this, his simple Machshava that he's finished working with this already can be Machshar Lakambo Toma. Yes, Chesar Malacha, but if more Malacha needs to be done with it, in Machshava Metamasai, his Machshava is not Machshar Lakambo Toma. Except for an Itzva, this tray, because no Malacha needs to be done to this. And then the next Mishnah in the Perak talks about what we just mentioned before, which is Arshab al and Arshal Abdon, and the Ganev, and the Gazlon. And so obviously that Mishnah is also talking about an Itzva that doesn't need trimming. And the Mishnah says very clearly that the reason why the Ganev is kind of them is because the owner was Miyayish. So we clearly see that Yayish is kind of. Question of Yosef. So Elam Rav Rava says, you're right. Hi, Milsa Kashiba, Rabbi Lerav Yosef, Esen Vitartin Shnen. This is a question Rabbi asked of Yosef for 22 years. Valoy Farkhan, he didn't have an answer to it. And the Yosef of Yosef Beresha, until Rabbi died and Rav Yosef became the Rosh Hashiva, Upirkan, he had he was able to answer it. What's the answer? Shino Hashem, Kishino Imaisa, Dami. When its name is changed, that's like Shino Imaisa. Shino Imaisa, my timer. Why is it when there's a physical change to the object, that's kind of for the Ghana because Hasmekar ate him, Hashta Kalim. Beforehand it was wood, and now it's Kalim. It's something totally different. Shino Hashem, Nami. So too, when there's just a name change, Mekar, Karle, Mashcha, Bahashta, Abarzin. Originally, it used to be called just regular hide, and now it's called a barzin, which is another word for a tray. And since it's called something totally different, that's like Shino Imaisa, and therefore it is kind of for the Ganev and not just Yeosh. However, the Gemara asks on this, Bari Marish, what about a crossbeam? There's a change to this crossbeam. Originally, it was called a beam. And now it's called the ceiling because once it's built into the ceiling and there's other things added to it, it's just called the regular ceiling and it's not called a crossbeam. We have Mishnah very clearly that says, If a person stole a crossbeam and he built it into his house, that the owner gets paid for the value of it, because of the Karnasashavim, we have a Sakana for people who want to do tshuva. If they're going to have to dismantle their entire house to return the crossbeam itself, they're not going to want to do tshuva. So we say they could just pay for the value of the crossbeam. Now, what do we learn from here? Time of Nathan Karnasashavim. The reason why you only have to pay for the value of it is because it's Takarnasashavim. But if not for Takarnasashavim, it's mashma that you have to return the crossbeam itself. But why would that be? He should be kind it with Shinu Hashem. So it must be what you're saying, Rav Yosef, is not true. So Rav Yosef answers, Marish Shmai Alav. A Marish, Dafka, a crossbeam, it retains its name, and its name isn't really changed even once it gets built into the ceiling. Titania, because we have a Brysa, and this quotes the Pasuk from Micheskel when he had this Nevua of how the future base image is going to look. So is Habayis in the Pasuk. What's that referring to? Elu Hamaltetin. That's referring to the casings or the frames near windows and doors. And Vehaubim, when the Pasuk uses this word, what's that referring to? Elu Hamarishais. That's referring to the crossbeams. So we see that even though they were already built into the base Hamikdash and the other things were added to them, making a ceiling, it's not called a ceiling, it's still called a crossbeam. So Dafka, when we're dealing with a crossbeam, there is no Shinu Hashem. Now, Rzeir Amar Rzeir answers differently. That a Shinoi, which will go back to its original state, meaning it's a reversible Shinoi, even if it has Shinu Hashem, that's not considered a Shinoi. And since a Marish, a crossbeam, is reversible, it could go back to its original state, even though it's built into the house. If the house is completely dismantled, we would still have this crossbeam intact the way it was originally. So therefore, Shinu Hashem does not have impact on it. Ask the Gemara of the Shinu Hashem, is an irreversible Shinu Hashem considered a Shinoi? That's not true. What about a pipe? Originally, it was just a block of wood. And now, it's called a pipe because the block of wood was hollowed out to be a pipe. And we have a 
Mesa Beferse tells us, if a pipe was hollowed out of a block of wood and then he cemented it or set it into the ground, that passes a mikvah. Now we know that water that was in a kli is puzzle for a mikvah. And so here we have a pipe which is considered a kli that was then set into the ground. It was cemented in or screwed into the ground and water for a mikvah flowed through this pipe. So that passes the mikvah because it was in a kli. However, let's say he first took a block of wood and set it into the ground and then hollowed it out into a pipe. mikvah doesn't pass the mikvah because it's really just considered to be part of the ground and it's not considered to be a kli. If you want to say that simple shina hashem, changing its name is considered something real that has impact, even if he first set this block into the ground and then he hollowed it out into a pipe, that should also pass the mikvah because now it's considered a pipe that's in the ground. What's an afkamino? Why is there a difference between first making it into a pipe and then connecting it to the ground or connecting this block of wood to the ground and turning it into a pipe? Either which way, right now it's called a pipe. So the answer for Rav Yosef is, Shani Shi'iva Dimindra Bononhi. This whole din of Mayim Shu'uvim, Pasolang a Mikvah, is different because that's a Dindra Bonon anyway, and therefore we're Makel when the block of wood was first attached to the ground and then made into a pipe. Ask the Mari, if that's so, I feel the Nami. So we should be Makel even in the Reisha when it was first turned into a pipe and then connected to the ground. So the answer is that no. Hasam Ikataris Kli Olav Betalash. Over there in the Reisha, it was considered a Kli while it was detached from the ground. So even though the din of Mayim Shu'uvim is Drabonon, we're still Machmir when this thing was once upon a time called a Kli and it was officially Kli before it was connected to the ground. Hacha, however, over here, when it was first connected to the ground and then he hollowed it out into a pipe, Aintar's Kli all of Talosh, it was never considered a Kli when it was Talosh, and therefore Makel with it, even though now there was Shino Hashem, now it's called a pipe in the ground. Still, since it only got that designation once it was connected to the ground, we're going to be Makel because Mayim Shuvim is Rabbanon. So we still don't have a question on Rav Yosef. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with one more question on Rav Yosef's Shita. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.